ass because I think Chris was just like, I've heard his nickname, but I ain't fitting to say it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, was there an issue? I don't understand. <laughs> Oh, you guys flew me in here. And then Robin was just like. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Um, yeah, even though I, I guess you guys are technically in the same same place and everything. Um, for the audience that's watching, literally, Glory went to right before we started recording, went over to Don make sure his lips were all right, make sure everything. And it's funny watching her go into the <laughs> other uh, film on that. But uh, how are you guys doing this morning? Thank you guys for joining me. Pretty good, man. Thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Gloria? How are you doing this morning? Um, I'm cardioed, hydrated, and I just eat it. So I'm good. Eat it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I definitely... Um, I enjoy working out before these episodes too. So it's, it's the only thing that kind of gets challenging sometimes in the middle of this, I, I start getting really hungry before the episode mm -hmm. ends. So I'm just like, even though I got like 30 minutes left in the interview, I'm just like, give me some protein powder. Give me some carbs. <laughs> like, hurry up. I don't care about your store anymore. No, I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. Um, it's, but anyway, it's funny that you say that. Cause when we started, I was like, babe, we need to eat. Like, you know, I was like, it's just the thing. Because we, you know, as like you, anything that gets thrown in the mix, you you just kind of get sidetracked. You know, the priority is this. We're, you know, we're sitting down, we're getting ready. And I'm like, we don't eat that. Uh, yeah, that meant that anabolic window and the hunger. And then you're not going to get the real us or anything. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. Rough. It's, it's interesting too, like uh, based off of like where you are in your prep or where you are with what you're eating, like, it determines your entire mood for how you can ever be in these episodes. You know, like if we'd have been doing this interview a week before, like my last show, I would have been just hangry. Like, dude, talk now, stop, stop, throw whatever, you know? And mm -hmm. it's interesting how we do that, but let, let's just get into this. Cause I, I met you guys at the Florida pro and I, I two, two things. First of all, I love your guys' nicknames, especially yours, Don. And I, I glorified your nickname, uh, sexual chocolate all the way, <laughs> throughout the entire live stream and i mean and you know what the funny thing is yeah you made it I, go ahead go ahead dad no, i'll say you made it happen no, <laughs> i think i think yeah. someone else made it happen i just kept perpetuating it you know i mean it was yeah. an earned nickname right so uh, yeah where did where did you get sexual chocolate from and and kind of can you go into that a little bit you want me to explain oh um. <laughs> yeah i would love for you to man <laughs> Well, the person who gave me that name is, is currently in the room. So, oh, um, okay. It's something that yeah, it's something that it's something that that was given. Um, it was a pet name. Started out as a pet name, I guess. Um, and it's something that I, I didn't pay attention to, and and it, it sort of spread. She spread it, and she put it. Yeah. So the way the way the way it works with Glory is anything she puts on her story, and I tell her she has to be careful because anything she puts on her story becomes law so, so once you put it on the story yeah, yeah. or lore <laughs> once you put it on her story i knew i knew it was gonna catch on and um i guess the timing was was pretty pretty good um i actually went on stage uh that morning i didn't i didn't know until i got off stage and watched the live stream for the florida uh, state natural the one on uh -huh. saturday and um my brother texted me he said sexual chocolate question mark <laughs> 
man. And how did you respond? He said, I don't, he said, I don't know who you are anymore. I said, um, <laughs> I, just like that, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. So he called me on video. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Everybody's talking about you, but sexual chocolate. <laughs> oh, then it took off from there, so. I, I feel like you should have been like, that's Mr. Sexual Chocolate to you, guy David. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it escalated. It started as Sexual Chocolate. Well, it started as number 20. Then it started as, then it went to Sexual Chocolate. Then it went to Mr. Sexual Chocolate. Then it went to, <laughs> what, Professional. Two times. Mr. Professional, Mr. Mr. professional Mr. Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I guess if you ever like go down to Mexico, send your sexual chocolate, you know, and then, Senora. you know, <laughs> and then, uh, wait, Gloria, and then your nickname is, is Diesel. How did you, how did you get that nickname? Well, I also just want to add a little bit more context because I've never heard him tell this story. I've never heard him embrace sexual chocolate. So this is just a moment for me that I need to savor. Number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back at my dad, he sends me memes and he said he put S and then chocolate. And I was like, my father is now referring to this man as S chocolate. And I am here for this. This is Oh my God. But it it honestly, it is like funny sexual chocolate, pet name, whatever. But it's also the whole coming to America. It just keeps, it just keeps giving like the immigrant king, immigrant prince (laughs) came in and now, you know. And the whole thing, so it just keeps giving. And then the whole that boy good, he's a newcomer to the scene. But that right. boy, everybody's right. like, man, his conditioning though. And I was like, sexual chocolate, like it's yeah. just it's done. <laughs> so while everybody else is kind of like marveled and in awe of who the heck is this guy, you're like, uh, this is my sexual chocolate. Duh. He's our. Well, I should watch myself. I was gonna say he's our sexual chocolate. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> that's a that's a public name. So maybe, but I don't want to put that out there. But Yo, I know yeah. this is, it is what it is. I mean, I told you, I tried to tell you. I tried. Nobody listened. Um, right. So my nickname, unlike Don's, I actually gave it to myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> <The> self-proclaimed nickname. <laughs> yes. I was just like, whenever I would flex on them, because, you know, with figure, you don't really get to flex like that. You have your, your mandatories or what have you. But, you know, if you're lean, if you're contest ready and you're, you know, training in the gym, you're going to flex. It's just inevitable. We all love a good side chest. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then then sometimes training with Don and him posing, he was posing more for bodybuilding versus classic. And I can't help but emulate, you know, and when I can see vascularity, when there's a pump and everything else and just in general being being like that. Um, I would be like Diesel, you know, and I just kept saying it, you know. <laughs> and then Diesel Glory just kind of came from there. And um, as I got to do more stage routines, as I kind of embraced women's physique a little bit more and women's bodybuilding, I just kept saying Diesel all the time. And I was like, you know, Diesel Glory hashtag, you know. And the fact is, friends really do carry the flame because that's my own little brainchild. I was enjoying hashtag Diesel. But then I think it was my friend Adrian that literally referred to me as Diesel Glory. And I was like, that has a that does have a ring to it, you know. So it went from just me proclaiming diesel to it being like diesel glory as a thing. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. I think I accidentally hold up. Oh, I think I can you guys hear me? That was the diesel energy creating the the waves. Okay, no, I I my bad. I accidentally like muted myself. I don't know what I just did on this software problems. I understand software problems. Anyways. So, mm-hmm. sexual chocolate, diesel glory, 
And so but you got yours off of kind of like watching Don flex, watching Don do his posing routines and whatnot. Is mm-hmm. that something that you guys do together? Do you guys pose together? You guys train together? Like kind of kind of take us into what that's like training and prepping uh, as like a couple for these shows. Mm. Baby Data, you want to do you want to take that over or do you want me to? Because I got, you know, I got you to say. Uh, I don't know. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to hear your perspective on this too, Don. After she's after she explains, I do want to hear it. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll okay. She has a lot more to say about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, this, yeah. So it's funny that people are coming to know us now when we're like so much closer and we're doing so much together and we're sharing the stage, but like that ain't how it started. I'm mm. the buddy. <laughs> I'm the one that hit the stage more. Like all last year, I did a freaking circuit. The Mr. America, the USBF championships, the this and that. I was bobbing around. And Don wasn't yet prepping. I think he was in a building phase with his coach. So he was kind of like my partner. You know, we're still new and fresh to this. And, um, you know, also I wasn't doing as much posing practice because, you know, figures kind of supposedly my lane and all that. So, yeah, we we didn't really train together because we were on different programs different focuses we weren't posing together as such but um at a certain point whenever he would be on my side of town if i was training and he was with if we trained together if it incidentally happened that we trained together and we had the energy we'd go into the group fitness room and maybe pose a little bit he would hit his mandatories because you should always be posing even if you're not in season if you're not a competitor you should be and you know always i would always be him. posing as they say right Always be posing. Always be posing. Okay. And so he would (laughs) poses and then I would practice uh, some poses as well. Um, But it was never like a couple's thing that we did like that. You know what I mean? Mm, Um, Okay. And even the routines, I don't, again, I don't know if it's a feature of logistics and, you know, his posing coach and him being on one side of town in general, his schedule being opposite to mine. I don't know. Or if it's this feature of our learning styles, you know, to some people, I think most people, bodybuilding is personal. You know, you, mm. you have to understand in here before you start necessarily doing it out there. So that's the case for me. Like I practice my routines and study the poses he alone and really figure it out. Then do, um, uh, what do they call it? Like you... You have to understand the, the positioning before you get into the details. At least that's my style. Like if I'm going to have a sequence of poses, I just focus on making the getting into the right position. Then I refine like, okay, what angle, what this and that, you know, right. All that is stuff that I'm really distractible. I'd rather just figure that out at home and then I can publicly do it in a, in a group fitness room in front of boothing uh, on camera, you know, but I got to get the basics down on my own. And so all the more reason why posing together wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, now fast forward to this year when we were both prepping <laughs> uh, at the same time, then we had more opportunities to both train together um, and do a number of other things together that aligned with that um, that target date and that situation. So, okay. so yeah, everything everyone's seeing now, this whole dynamic duo, I legit didn't even see his routine for the Florida Pro. I had not seen it. That mess was a complete new thing to me. I knew the song, but I had not seen the routine. Right. right. That's all I And then I kind of remember on your uh, on your YouTube video, I think you kind of missed his routine as well. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's man. the other thing it was so rough um i did miss it um the context for that is something we can get into if you'd like and if you know um but i will say that's where sammy joe and you and that live stream were the only like that mess lifted me out of a dark dark place like i was just you know i'm dehydrated i'm depleted i'm emotional i'm devastated right all of these things. And then I finally get a few minutes with him. Um, Robin had let, let me use her, her room because she was staying at the venue. Get mm. a few minutes alone with him. And I'm just like, can, can we watch the live stream? <laughs> 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 and he's like, yeah, okay. Because he hadn't seen it either. You know, he's just coming off the stage or whatever. Oh, and when God. she said, because you were the catalyst, you were like, oh. What's his nickname? Like, she just, just walked in that shit. You were like, oh, he has a nickname? What is it? Oh, why can't we say it? Oh, oh, oh. I, I hope that's not how I sound on the live stream. Oh, well, that's no. his nickname? Let me just go say it now, guys. No, like, you, uh... had, you had very uh, innocently asked because I think Chris was just like, I've heard his nickname, but I ain't fitting to say it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, was there an issue? Is it vulgar? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you guys clue me in here. And then Robin was just like... <laughs> <laughs> But when I, I tell you I, oh that God. I had cried my eyes out, I had like sobbed, I dropped my phone and then I rushed back to the venue and then I had to find him and the whole saga, me, you know, just shaking. And I, we hit that play button. And when that happened, it was like a flipping of the switch with my mood. It went from the darkest dark to like, I literally tripped over the tripod in the, in the hotel room when I heard <laughs> say it and then the laughter and everything. And I was like, is this real life? Is this real life on oh YouTube forever? God. And then, of course, you kept it going. Uh, so I was like, I'm here for Alan. Alan is the best. This is yeah. the best. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. And, uh, well, here's, here's two things. First of all, that was my favorite nickname. Favorite nickname by far uh, throughout the entire venue. And then Don. Don effing killed it when he got up on stage. Like, everything. Like, I became Don's, like, number one fan. I swear to God. As soon as I saw him on their stage. As soon as I saw him with like, you know, just killing it, the 23 inch waist that we kept on talking about uh, at the show. Uh, so, Don, can you kind of kind of share with us what that was like? You know, everything with training with, with glory to getting up on stage and honing the senior sexual chocolate persona up on there. And kind of can you go into that, please? Undeniable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> Glory, uh, she told part of the story. We would go okay. to the gym together. Okay. Okay. Listen, we would walk through the doors together, and we would split our separate weights. <laughs> in terms of training together, that's not something that that happened until quite recently. Okay. But um, you know, of course, uh, she's ever since we met, she's been a, a big supporter of mine, even though I wasn't competing at the time, and vice versa. Um, she did a series of shows, sort of like I did this this uh season. She did a series of shows similar to that last season, which, um, of course, you, you have your highs and your lows, and, and prep is never fun. Um, it's hard, but it's necessary. But um, so it's something that, that she was able to support me the way I was able to support her last season, right? So in terms of uh, training together, yeah, we have gotten to the place where we can train together and um, 
bounce uh, ideas off each other and, and sort of motivate each other as well. Because um, uh, about a year ago, I had a training partner and um, I started going to a different gym. And mm-hmm. so I've been training pretty much by myself for the past year, a little bit over a year at this point. Um, there's nothing wrong with him as a training partner. It's just we our schedules didn't match. Uh, we, mm-hmm. The different gyms and so that's how it's been. I've been accustomed to uh, training alone and, and working through my sets alone and finding the motivation either through, through music and my headphones or um, just just by looking around, soaking up the environment. You know, watching. We all watch videos prior to going to the gym sometimes, the motivational videos and stuff like that. So that's what's been uh, keeping me going. But um, it's a it's a breath of fresh air to be able to train with somebody. Sort of understands how 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 hard it can be, mm. but also have the mental vision that that something greater than ourselves is possible. Mm. Um, so I've, I've I've been able to find that in, in glory, and, and I hope vice versa. But um, Damn. that now in terms of the uh, I forgot the other question. No, well, I'll talk about like, well, I asked you about the training with Glory, which was beautiful, man. I, I really appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. And then how did you take that onto stage at the Florida Pro? Like, how how was it being on, kind of making the huge impact that you made, and then kind of owning that first day, in my right. opinion? Like, how was that for you? Right, right, right. So, um, grateful. I want to shout out, I'm going to shout out a few people as we go along. Um, okay. Uh Shout out to Keith Showtime, uh, Showtime Keith. Um, so we had an event where Glory was doing a uh, her first MT event at his show, his inaugural show. And, an, um, an MT event is that I don't know what, what's it an, happened? What's an MT event? MC. MC she was. was oh, MC. shoot! You're an MC in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. At the show, yeah, she was uh, MCing there, and so. Um, I planned to go over there uh, with her and support her. It was in Jacksonville. And um, a few days before we went down, maybe it was the week of, it's, I think that Monday or Tuesday, actually, before we went down, um, I get a message from Keith. says he wants to speak with me. And then I get a call from Keith. And uh, we got on the phone, and, and I know Keith through glory, but I... I not not very well at the time, and um, so we get on the phone, and he's asking, "Hey, champ, how you looking? You, you getting ready to uh, to do a show soon, which would be the Florida Pro." Um, his show was about five weeks exactly, if not uh, a little bit over five weeks from the Florida Pro. That was a Showtime so Classic, correct? Showtime Classic, yeah. Okay, okay, That's correct. And um, so he calls me that Monday. And says, uh, "Hey, champ, you uh, you thinking about doing my show?" Uh, I said, "No, <laughs> I'm getting ready for the uh, <laughs> seven weeks out." Because the way I the way I am, um, yeah, the the way I am, I I, I like to take what I do uh, serious, and, and uh, bodybuilding is a craft that if the more you put into it, or the more serious you are about it, um, the better you tend to to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have your fun along the way, but um, it's something that I take serious. So 
He says, uh, I said, do you know I'm five weeks out? He says, yeah, I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> I said, um, well, it's something that, that, that I'm not, I wasn't planning on. I wasn't, but he said, yeah, think about it this way. It'd probably be a, a good warm up show. You haven't been on stage in, 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 in a while. Um, it's something that, that, that'll be good for you. Think about it. Let me know. Mm. Of course, so I thought about it. And then the next day, the very next day, I, I reached back out to him and said, okay, let's do it. I said, I'm going to be there anyway. Um, it's not much more, you know. Um, and why not? We'll get the jitters out the way and everything like that. And so I was able to do the show and was very uh, successful at the show. Um, I ended up earning my NGA Pro card in bodybuilding at that at that particular show. Okay. Which I believe was was the catalyst and what gave me the momentum to be able to come with as much confidence as I did um at the Florida State Natural. Mm. Um so when I did that I, I got the jitters out the way and and um I love the stage. I love to be on the stage. I love to, to, to present my package and what I've worked so hard to achieve. And it's something that that it's the uh, pinnacle of, of bodybuilding for me. Um, that's what I look forward to. So when I'm in the gym, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding. While I'm eating asparagus and chicken and, and, and putting force, uh, grind the salt. Oh, the on, salt, on the Himalayan salt on everything, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. Eating six times a day and, 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 and tired and cardio uh, about an hour a day. Um, that's what keeps me going the, the fact that I get to go on stage and because mm. what what ends up happening is we control everything mm -hmm. um leading up to the stage and once we get on the stage everything's in in the judge's hands at that point so mm. I was able to take that into um, consideration and having the momentum having the exposure and the support from the uh, Showtime Classic helped me mm. uh, have the confidence and, and be able to present my better or a better package at that, at that mm. point right that's um, that's interesting that you mentioned that five weeks prior you did a show leading up into it to give you a little bit of a confidence boost because mm -hmm. when you were on stage, yeah. I, I got to tell you, man, like I said, you carried that first day. So it's surprising to me that there was A, any jitters, and, and B, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just did not expect you to be kind of coming in from such a, I hate to say like an amateur-esque mindset. But I think it's interesting because we always see the final product on stage. Mm -hmm. We see everybody all tanned up, looking nice, makeup, mm -hmm. trunks, the whole nine yards. And then kind of what you just alluded to, there's so much more behind just those 10 seconds, 15 mm -hmm. seconds of fame on stage. Mm -hmm. It's all right. the work, the asparagus, the salt, mm -hmm. the cardio. Um, and, you know, for me, I've regularly preached to people about that's what actually makes that competition so damn unique it's it's not exactly the final result that you have on stage but rather everything you invested into yourself to get up on stage and that notion and of itself is just so developing for for the inner human per se for all of us and um that's one yeah. of the many reasons that i definitely uh preach for people getting on on stage um can 
Glory, can can you kind of go into what what? Uh, well, I have you, so much to say. I can't. Oh no! Can, by all means, you know what? Go oh ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Glory. Well, let's let's go with it. It's amazing to hear him speak because I am a talker. You already know I talk over him all the time. It's awful, but right now I get to hear him, and I'm like, oh my god, baby, Danny, that's such a nice retelling. Oh my god, I didn't realize it felt like that for you. Oh my god. But on top of that, <laughs> I made a face because I was like, I wanted to throw a joke in there where you were like, so I told him, yes, I would do the show. I just decided. And I wanted to be like, sir, I put you in a rear naked joke. And I was like, you're doing the show. But that's not how it went down. It really wasn't a joke. <laughs> I couldn't pass on the joke, you know? I was like, bro. <laughs> they don't say bro. It's the um, Right. But so I will say this. One of the things about bodybuilding, and this all ties in, that a lot of people don't understand because there's definitely stages of it. You know, when you're first starting out, it's all about getting used to a meal plan and doing the thing. And then the stage is intimidating, yada, yada. But as you advance, it's the dichotomy. The dichotomy in mm -hmm. bodybuilding is what will make the person. And what I mean by that is you go through this period where you're restricting, restricting, restricting. Then all of a sudden you have to eat more. Like what? Like it's these rapid shifts or, you know, restricting, restricting, restricting carbs, for instance. And then on show day, it's like you're not tracking anything as far as steps. You're not exercising. You're eating a lot of carbs. It's just like you go from training for one series of conditions to, uh, to just in, in, in a 24-hour period flipping that on its head and somehow being okay with it. And mm. you're not because psychologically you've just spent 18 or something weeks trying to do things one way, develop certain skills, hone in on one mentality, and then you just have to let go and let God or something. It's a lot. So similarly for Mr. Two-Time Professional Sexual Chocolate, I keep thinking about <laughs> the fact that like I saw his potential. I saw, I know he's good. I've lived by his side and see how when he's in that zone, he's, he's adhering as hell. Like it's the most adherent to a detriment, right? Like mm. all these other things, all these other checkboxes take precedent over his sleep, over his anything. It's like, I got to do these things. This is my job. No cravings, no temptations. Dude can stare at a freaking cake and just be like, I don't see that. You know, I don't register this as a thing that is edible. I don't know oh. because I'm on the clock right now. Like he's so focused, but oh. here's the thing. He had only competed one time prior to the showtime. Oh, wow. Was, so, yes. So that was the NPC post that I saw from, was it 2021? Is that what that was like? Yeah. <laughs> Glory had actually, yeah, Glory had actually told me, which I didn't know, that you guys actually both competed in that show, but you guys just didn't meet, actually, at that time. Didn't meet. But the yeah, we didn't know either. We didn't know either. Okay, okay. What were mm -hmm. you saying, Glory? To illuminate the psychology of what he's saying, he takes it seriously. So mm. he competed that one time and then it's like back to the drawing board. Also, if that was his first stage experience, as I just said, our first stage experience is just, I don't want to say it's not relevant, but it is a different, it's not what you saw at the Florida State Championships. You know what I mean? Well, what, what do you mean by time. that? It's being different. It's your first time on stage. It's almost like inevitably, if I feel, I mean, I don't know about Dawn specifically, but inevitably I feel like because you're in the hands of others, it's not really your prep. You're mm. kind of more concerned with adherence to the coaches and you're more attached to the coach or like maybe even the motivational stuff. You know, you're trying to be a bodybuilder. You're trying to play a bodybuilder, right? You haven't mm. really developed your philosophy <clears throat> prep, your first show. I doubt, I don't know a lot of people, you know, there's different camps for how mm -hmm. to prep. 
I right. feel like your first show, it's just a learning experience. It's a, it's a, a stimulating challenge, but like your, your personality may not have been as big of a feature in a show. You're really a learner's mindset. You know, the stage is super intimidating because it's your very first time doing it. Right. You know, you have no idea how to peak. You're literally dependent on so many people to support you in, in finalizing that vision. You should, you don't even know if you like this. <laughs> you know what <laughs> That's true. Never been on stage. That's You're true. just like, I want to do this. I hired a coach. I'm hungry. Cardio. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you don't even know what you look like against other people. You don't know if your side, you know, like even for me, Boothing had to show me that the side chest, the form has to be kind of parallel to the ground versus sometimes you think it's more bicep and you're, like those little details that actually translate in the comparison photos, you have no freaking frame of reference. Right. All you see is muscles when you look at other people on stage, like they look good, you know, like no context. So I feel like the first experience is just a necessary thing, a rite of passage, but it's not at all like subsequent preps where you kind of um, become who you, you, know, you find your reason, you find your motivation, you have a vision, like gotta surpass my previous package because I actually have a previous package. You know what I'm saying? Right. Standards now, like all that. Wow. Um, and also, yeah, the nerves, you have that expectation. Like I'm pretty sure everybody, their first show, the backstage chaos is is a, a like, wow. Like you didn't realize it got, it's that crazy. Uh, you know, but then after that you do. And so you prepare accordingly. Um, but with that being said, I was always blown away in meeting him because um, he was like lifestyle lean when I met him, I think. He just looked mm. good and looked, looked real good. But the point is, when... <laughs> <laughs> did you bite your little lip there? I mean, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> he looked good, but I couldn't believe that he'd only competed once. And I couldn't believe that he wasn't prepping for a show. Like, I was like, you are. And I was like, you natty. Like, what the? And, um, and I was like, you need to compete. Like, you already love the sport. You're studying the sport. But, of course, he had a vision. He wanted to surpass his, his package. And uh, he also has his own ambitions that he can speak to. And I'm over here like, I love the natty space. Did you know there's actually a pretty elite natty space? Like, you know, you, I think you would do really well, you know. But um, all that being said, just kind of filling in the blanks on what he shared, is that I also didn't believe in the idea of warm-up shows. I feel like, why spend the money? Why, you know what I mean? Just prepare and be ready. But his experience really changed that for me. Like, nice. even if you are experienced, there is nothing like... You can train all day, you can pose all day, but there is nothing like show day. You, you cannot replicate show day. And, um, you need to, if you, if you're serious, if you want to be a lead or you want to, there's no harm in doing more shows in, as leading up to the big show. Right. Um, because the momentum does carry you. The stage photos are very instructive. Um, and yeah, getting, you know, having that, that stage experience, the more, the better. Um, so I know that's a lot, but I, I think the context of the fact that he had not competed in years, mm -hmm. uh, it was his first natty show he was not anywhere near the condition that he wanted to be, that he would have mentally had the confidence to step on that stage. Um, so it blew my mind when he did step on stage that first time, because it was almost like I saw a change in his body. Like I knew how uncomfortable he was with that day because it wasn't, he wasn't in his condition, like the condition and standard that he has for himself. Right. So I know how that gets in your head. So when I did see him step on stage at the showtime, 
because I was emceeing, but I was able to, I was like, you know, I'm not going to be on that podium when he goes on stage, oh, right? Of course, of course. The audience. And they were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I saw him, it was like, he just, uh, the moment his foot hit that stage, it was a different person. And that was amazing to witness. Mm. Amazing. Uh, and the other thing about those smaller shows is a lot of times they don't have live streams. So you don't have to necessarily feel like you're putting out something about yourself that you're not exactly thrilled about. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. really good conditions. So yeah. I will stop talking now. Then, you know, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You you highlight something that, that I love highlighting to other people that are in the competition space, which is every single competition is its own respective journey. And and it's the, the journey is so different and it's so variable depending on the athlete in and of itself. You know, when I first competed, I, I think a lot of what you just said is it just, you know, definitely I can relate to because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know if I was good enough to step up on stage. I, I didn't know all these other different things. But for me, uh, and I'm, we're going to get really deep with this uh, on this segment right here. For me, I, I realized that actually reflected in a lot of other areas of my life. There are, there are other aspects of my life that I wanted to go after, but I told myself some kind of a story. I questioned my value. I questioned my worth. And that ultimately had me not actually go after things that I really wanted in my life, something like competing. Um, and it wasn't until I actually went through with signing up for a coach, signing up for a competition and getting up on stage that big moment that, you know, the whole time I was like, man, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to look at all these other people, look at all these other people. But I realized when I got up on stage, it was never about anybody else, but it was only about me against myself and all the, those self-limiting beliefs, self-doubt. And when I found that, you know, when you sign up for a competition, and when you achieve something that you otherwise would not believe that you're good enough for or that you think you can actually hold your own in, once you prove that to yourself, it's like so many other avenues in your life that you would otherwise mentally think about that, that you're not good enough for but you want or mm -hmm. you just wish you can do it. You just don't know how. Those elements now all of a sudden become possible because you realize yes. it's never about like the actual accolade but rather the person and the, the way you build yourself towards them. And, and so it's really interesting because kind of, kind of what you're saying about Don, you know, because I, I definitely, you know, before this, I Instacreep both of you guys to get, you know, to get some kind of reference on what we're going to talk about. But I saw Don's like initial photos. And I'm like, this dude is a man beast. Like, what the fuck? Like, holy crap. This this I mean, he, you know, because on, on the last episode I had with Frederick and Nay, we talked about how when you showed up to the Florida Pro, you, you it's crazy to see how much your natural genetics can actually, how it can be displayed just based off of that show and of itself. And Don, again, you are one of the people that changed my entire paradigm of what is possible. And so it's interesting to, to hear that it kind of took a little bit of encouragement to say, Hey, we think you're ready. We think like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. So uh, Don, can you, can you kind of go into I guess that process, like what did it take for you to start like working out? And then at what point did you like, oh, hey, maybe this is possible. Hey, is this a goal? Um, and can you kind of go into what that was like? Um, I grew up, I don't say working out, but I grew up push-ups and ab crunches and stuff like that. But um, seriously, I've been training uh, about two and a half years at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, if you can believe it, COVID, so around March of 2020, 
I was 174 pounds. Uh, you know, the world was shut down. And um, can I we show him that university. picture? I learned how to cook. You say what? Show that 174 pound picture? Well, is it, is it like, is it bad? Is it, I mean. <laughs> Spiritually uh, uh, prosperous, I guess. <laughs> Spiritually prosperous photo. I, it's a really interesting way to describe a photo. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh my God. He's not fat. He's spiritually prosperous. <laughs> like, like, what? The Buddha. You know, the Buddha. I was, I was happy here. Oh, oh man. So you're like sexual dumpling, huh? No sexual oh chocolate at that point. <laughs> I'm sorry, Oh man. Okay. So, so um yeah, so about September of twenty twenty is when the uh well my local gym opened up. It was a rec center. So a community gym that that was uh just something in the community, almost like a YMCA, but with less equipment. And um I just started going to the gym. I, I wanted to, you know, um I wanted to feel fit again. Mm. So I uh, went to the gym. I met, met one of my best friends, uh, Alex. And um, he suggested that I should compete. And I said, um, not really. I don't want to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, because for, for I, although I grew up with bodybuilding, watching bodybuilders, um, um, I grew up studying uh, Dorian Yates, uh, uh, watching Kai Green as he he went through his uh, his uh, transformations and um, as well as Phil Heath of course and and sort of modern but also studying the the, the past you know the uh, Frank Zane the uh, Dorian Yates Serge okay. um, Nubray so I grew up loving bodybuilding but I could never fathom myself being you know as big as these bodybuilders. Um, so when he suggested that I should compete, I'm like, uh, granted, he was the biggest guy in the gym, like literally, like, mm-hmm. so he suggested that I compete. I said, oh, no. So he kept pushing it. Um, and I said, okay, fine. I told him I would compete. And, um, we set a date for the Thai Pope, which was about six, seven months from the time that I decided. Wow. So. For me, and, and, and this is something that I tell my clients as well, um, as a coach and as a trainer, I tell my clients that if you are serious about something, you put some skin in the game. Mm. So what I did, I put my, 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 my money where my mouth was. I signed up for the show. And I said, worst case scenario, um, even if I don't do the show, I'm, I'll, I'll be in a better position. I'll be more fit, and that'll give me the motivation that I need to be able to, you know, They'll light the fire under me, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. So we pushed, and, and he, he was very instrumental in, in helping me um, learn some of the things that I didn't know um, were possible, the, the techniques, the movements. And um, in doing so, I was able to, to, to accomplish uh, that physique. So some of my earlier pictures, you'll see where I was a little bit chunky. And it was me getting into the gym. And I think I have a transformation picture uh, here or there. Um, that I put posted shortly after the show, after the, doing the typo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture a few days after the typo, which was like 
on the 21st or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, a picture about when I started. And um, it's about a seven, seven month difference. Um, and I was proud of my placing. I, I think I placed uh, first in bodybuilding. Whew. I think I placed third in, third in classic. And um, at, at a prestigious show like that, uh, NPC show, mm-hmm. I knew nothing about the um, the natural side. So right. all I knew was NPC because that's what I was introduced to. So, mm-hmm. um, so I was proud of myself for the placing, but more more proud of myself for the uh, for for the commitment and keeping yeah. up with it and sticking, sticking to everything. So, um, and like I said, getting on stage um, in high school, I used to wrestle. I wrestled. I did uh, Olympic weightlifting at, at at some point, but uh, I was always a small guy. I weighed 119 pounds, mm-hmm. maybe 120, soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not something that, that that I aspired to be, this bodybuilder. But uh, I've always um, admired them. So um, I find passion in the journey, and um, so I, I I fall in love with the process every time. So. As hard as it is, like as I mentioned before, as hard as it can be, um, if you fall in love with the process, this process it's not as 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 chore like, you know. Yeah. Um. So in doing these shows, I I I'm I'm very strategic in the way I do shows. I don't I don't I don't chase trophies. I don't I don't um, chase accolades or anything like that. I'm very strategic in the shows that I I, I pick out. Um, to do but I'm also very determined in, in the work that I put in mm-hmm. um, and, and same thing um, with the Florida Pro I think September October around there of last year is when we uh, we talked mm-hmm. about it I'm, I kicked it around I'm like oh, okay and um, she gave me credit she said I was in shape but in, in my eyes the, uh, compared to where I am now I wasn't in shape I knew I could mm-hmm. do better but um mm-hmm. I wasn't competing. It was just a lifestyle. Um, at that point, I was working a lot, and um, mm-hmm. we talked about it. And um, same thing. I I ended up paying for the show, and paid for classic and bodybuilding. And so I, when I won my uh, classic uh, or my bodybuilding pro card at the Showtime Classic, I had to reach out to Daryl and say, "Hey, <laughs> I'm a pro. <laughs> I, there's really no no need for me to do the uh, the uh, amateur mm-hmm. um, at this point at your show." So. But that, that just goes to show you that I, I I I still have the mentality to put you know put your money where your mouth is put you know stick by what you mean say what you mean right but, um, absolutely I'm, I'm I'm glad where I am now and, and um, yeah we're still pushing yeah yeah that's um that's interesting so I I got a question here real quick because I I've been getting in these kind of discussions because I, I am barely getting into the sport uh Don can you this is one of the this is one of the more challenging things that I, I have to constantly try to contrast what's the real difference between like in your words what's the difference between bodybuilding and classic physique glad you asked um so bodybuilding was uh, the only comparison I can make really to give you a visual would be um, uh, 
bodybuilding would be more so like uh I want to say like Ronnie Ronnie Coleman um whereas classic would be more so Frank Zane Golden Era as um Gloria was mentioning uh before um so bodybuilding is classic was made specifically to 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 allow competitors like me who didn't want to push the limits who didn't want to go to the dark side if, if, if I can say so <laughs> yeah <laughs> who didn't who didn't want to do that to be able to to be able to compete in a, in an organization that uh otherwise is un, 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 insurmountable mm -hmm. um so classic comes with the uh height requirements, the weight requirements. So it puts you in your category for the body, uh, for the uh, shape that fate fits you or the body that fits you, mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> the shapes are all different, of course, but the, the we can measure by, by, by height, we can measure by uh, body weight. Mm -hmm. And if you're in your own category, you know you're going against the best in your category. <clears throat> where guy like me, um, I think my last show was the uh, Florida Classic uh, a few weeks ago, about two or three weeks ago. Um, I won, I placed first in my class uh, for bodybuilding, which is, was amazing at an NPC show and um, a show like that, or any show for, for that matter. But um, then I, I'm, I'm placed against these guys who are <laughs> in the overall, of course, uh, who are 70 plus so the guy next to me, it was four guys, um, four, four guys. And um, the guy next to me was the closest in, in weight to me. <laughs> I was 135 going on to, stay, to the stage. And on stage, he was 205. So that's 70, literally 75. Wow. And yeah. then it just went up from there. So that was yeah, lightweight. Yeah, I have amazing pictures. It's amazing. That was amazing. A lightweight, light, light, or light, heavy, light heavyweight. I did lightweight. Sorry, I, I was light just hearing. Weight. I was hearing Ronnie Coleman, up. lightweight baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that is. Imagining of that expression, like lightweight baby. Wow, yeah, seventy pounds. I got pictures. You don't even know. It was the most amazing thing to see. And you know wow. me, I'm gonna rush in here. The judges apparently said that was one of the toughest classes to to call because yes, it, you see it. It's like huge, super heavyweight, heavyweight, and so on. Then you see Don at the very end. It was like a friggin' like steep, steep thing but like who brought the conditioning though wow I, baby wow. daddy baby daddy brought the conditioning <laughs> and his proportions and his weight it's just so freaking cool to see and and i i definitely have photos of that and uh and then i know you're not asking me but i'm gonna say it anyway my yeah, go ahead. solution is to me bodybuilding is about size and mm -hmm. mass same shit but you know what i mean it's it's bulk right lean okay. bulk if you will in my mind um i even think of shapes and i think solid roundish like border. like i just think of a compact like how much muscle is crammed into like a, like a pretzel and then i think um that classic is about aesthetics okay like with bodybuilding i don't think people get knocked if their waist is distended a little bit because you still see abs people have you know and i think it's like how much how much cake and how much leg and how much hair compacted in there and it's all about how much size can you pack in onto a frame Again, with conditioning, the most elite conditioning. But then when I think of classic, I'm like, aesthetics matter. 
You know, you have mm. to have, just like in every other division in bodybuilding, your waist does matter. And you want to, you want to have that X frame. Like, I don't feel like an X frame is quite a feature in bodybuilding in the same way. Like if you have it cool, but it's not going to make or break it for you. But in classic, it does, in my view, okay. um, from my observation. Well, yeah, please speak on that. I will say, I will say this, Alan, uh, just to finish and round up and answering your question. Um, it's a little confusing for me as well. I understand it a lot more now, but um, mm. it sort of blends to where, like Glory was saying, the shape is more important. The shape, shape and symmetry is more important in classic. If you're looking at a classic guy versus a bodybuilding guy, um, you can be not as shapely in bodybuilding as long as you have the muscle mass and the vascularity uh, where they expect you to be a little bit softer or a little bit more yeah, a little bit softer. Um, in classic, uh, you don't have to be as as grainy and as 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 uh, vascular. In classic, uh, as long as you have the shape and you know how to present it in terms of posing. Um, however, we do see shows and we where where guys who who either do crossovers when um, they'll win bodybuilding, right, and then they'll win. Uh, Classic, but then mm -hmm. they'll go ahead and win the uh, men's physique as well. But then you'll go, and this is where the controversy is, right? Yeah. And you'll go as a, a an individual, right? Um, and you'll ask judges for feedback, and they'll tell you, well, you your your conditioning could have been a little bit better, or your shape is better for classic. And I get this all the time. Your shape is better for classic, or better for bodybuilding, and it's sort of split for me, where I can um, dabble in both. Most people can't. Um, so I'm grateful for that. But um, if all the all of these categories have different criteria, how is it that one person is winning all of these different categories in one day? Um, so it is a little biased. I mean, bodybuilding is a subjective sport. You put yourself out there and you put yourself up there to be judged um, by human beings and yeah. flawed as human beings. Um, so as my as, as as much as we have rubrics to uh, and, and judging criteria to, to be able to uh, to go by, um, as, well they they do as judges. Um, we're still imperfect as human beings, and we still have our preferences. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Like so, so in seeing seeing that, and um, it, it, it 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 I mean, all we can do is work harder. Either yeah. bring a better package next time that's un undeniable, or right. quit the sport. That's the reality of it, but um, yeah, that, that's that's where we are. So it is confusing. It, 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 it is between those lines, but um, it, it's I think it's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah, I, I find it so ironic that we build ourselves for an extended period of times to these objective standards, only to be judged subjectively on stage. It's is what we're talking about. It's that's the the craziest thing. Uh, I mean, you have to be insane right. to be in the sport. I'm not going to lie. You have to kind of be a little bit crazy. You kind of have to love a little bit of self-deprecation and, and love a little <laughs> bit of uh, of um, torture, per se, because they're definitely, just like you said, you're, like, you're building yourself up only to put all of that value into someone's opinion about yes. what they prefer, and you just don't know what they're looking for. I, I, I definitely feel like our sport could do a lot better if there was a lot more clear guidelines as what the hell they're looking for. Um, because, you know, I, I could definitely say 
that I've been at certain shows now where I've seen it, where it just feels like some people are crowd favorites. And although, yeah, they look great <laughs> on stage, it's like, oh, well, they're a bodybuilder. Well, what are they supposed to be? You know, they're supposed to look like bodybuilders. All right, what does that mean? They build their bodies. Like, okay, what does that mean? But they're like, oh, well, this guy has a good name, and that's why he won. But then I, you know, like this last year's Florida Pro between, um, you know, Michael Chidozzi, Alex. I think you were on stage for for that too, Don, right? Like you were competing against them as well. Yeah. Right. On the Sunday, yeah, I was. Right, right. But I remember like like those, the top three up there, like I'm like, I can't. I, right and Alex, right and I, oh my God, Alex did well too. Alex, Alex sorry, sorry, Alex I have or Alex. To remember you, I, 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 who's uh, Alex? I have to remind myself. Okay, well, I mean, I'll let him correct me. I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'll let him go. Like, yeah, you should have <laughs> fixed that one. Okay. I, but but I remember I was sitting there just as a complete, you know, I'm not obviously I haven't been in the sport for very long, but I'm sitting there like, how do you pick between these three? How, how do you say which one? And, and you know, even when you're on stage, John, I'm like. How, do, how can you say Don's not up, up there with everybody else? And and so therefore, like, right. A, I'm happy I'm not a judge. But B, I, I kind of wish there was a little bit more, uh, there was a clearer criteria for, for us to understand right. what that means. Because even, even in physique, like you just said, there's some physique athletes where I'm sitting there, I'm like, hold, mm-hmm. like, for example, I was sitting next to uh, Eric Shelton uh, during, the, during the Florida, and I was looking at this guy, I'm like, how do we compete in the same division? Like how, how does this guy is a freaking man child. And it's, it's just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, um, I, I, I wanted to, to highlight, um, I have a board here, things that I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, and it's, it's great that I even have to refer to this because we've been on a, on a regular conversation. Um, but glory, I, I know you, you are a, mental health advocate or something like that, correct? So I am a licensed clinical social worker and a mental health coach. So I'm a licensed therapist, but I prefer to do mental health coaching versus therapy, which um, that's a whole nother conversation. And I just think this is such an elegant segue because I'm always listening for the teachable moments, the philosophical elements of things. And you heard me talk about the dichotomy of bodybuilding being this really interesting thing. And then what you were describing about that self-confidence and, and, and that confidence you get when you do the thing. And the term for that in, in mental health practice is self-efficacy, mm. building a sense of self-efficacy of like, I can do things. I can have an effect in the outcome. I can. It's one thing to tell somebody via an empty affirmation, you are worthy. You can do anything. It's one thing to tell somebody that. It's another thing to experience self-efficacy mm. and and you can't have it like a sticker put on your freaking chest it is a transformative <laughs> experience that you had to do the things and when you were hungry and tired and blah, blah, and to get to an outcome to where now forevermore you have that that reminder of like i'm capable of doing things over a longitudinal basis and being effective at it um so all of this is like always swirling in my mind is the teachable moments but um For me, even with the judging, the subjective judging criteria and the dichotomy of like you're focusing on yourself only to then leave it to the others to make a decision, I love it. I think at its core, if you eliminate your ego from the thing and if you're a little bit more of a spiritual person, bodybuilding is like this total opportunity. Like they talk about how life is lived in the arena. You can't like be a hermit. 
life and the lessons of life and, and you train in the arena, bodybuilding affords you an opportunity to learn almost all of life's lessons. If you accept that call, right? If you stay, because again, you get to learn how to prioritize your sleep, your food, your rest, all the things. You get to time under tension, which translates to distress tolerance and all these other things in life that we need. You know, you get to learn um, to not be so impulsive. You get to learn to apply pressure over the long term. You know, we're we're impulsive by nature, and we develop discipline. We mm. develop over the years if we if we try this kind of um, working towards the longer term stuff. And a lot of people have no incentive to do that. They just high school was the only commitment they ever had long term, and then they're good after that. And they just kind of coast. But with bodybuilding, you get to really apply. You do develop community if you're not a freaking asshole. <laughs> you, know, you, you get community out of it and not community like, you know, you know, they say that blood is thicker than water or whatever. Like, it's not like a family that you're born into. You build connections with yes. people who share the same journey and interests as you. In life, we usually it's our coworkers just because we're in the same freaking cubicle. Like, whatever. It's not like a true... Right. Um, thing. So bodybuilding can afford you all of that. And it, if you are, if you drop the ego, it can teach you humility and confidence. It's weird, man. The whole game. So that's what I'll say about that. Like it does suck about the judging criteria, but I'm also like, I remember when I did the judges clinic and when I did test judging, all systems are fail are flawed, but I thought it was cool that the judges meeting in the beginning, they reviewed the criteria. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like even whether, you know, it's like people say the Pledge of Allegiance and only like 30 percent of people are listening or, you know, they're not really present for it. But the point is how nice that as a matter of protocol, hey, y'all, judges meeting, we're going to go over the housekeeping. But let's review the criteria one more again, because we're all biased human beings. Right. I don't know if they do this at all, shows, but at the ones that I uh, test judged, I was like, that's cool, you know. Um, but again, all systems are flawed. Some people just read over it and it's, you know what I mean? But how cool that it's a commitment to at least review it. Um, and then I do think that, um, yeah, it just depends. The I think that the, the energy around the show, the energy around certain athletes, I think it can't be helped. It's going to bleed into it. Um, and then that's unfortunate because people work really hard and uh, are really genetically gifted. And I'm not trying to make a case for, for Baby Daddy, but I'm just saying, like, you see it. If you go to a show and you see people, and you're like, wow, this person's back. or Wow, this person's this. And you see these these strengths. And it's like you would hope that the judges are really honing in and placing them accordingly because that's what it's all for. Right. right. Um, but if you drop the ego again, it, it is what it is. It's a micro. It's a it's very <clears throat> meta. Like life plays out like that don't it and like if you just keep going you will be appreciated and you will come in better and you'll be wiser and more mature and your, your time will come as long as you don't stop right you know right no that yeah that was beautiful um don do you have anything to add to to, to that by any chance because yeah that was a very yeah, I just well want to explained add everything to, absolutely and yeah it was a great 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 but um to the end of what she said um uh, about your time coming. Um, mm -hmm. I, I hate to be the person to be blunt about it, but um, bodybuilding is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're doing it, you have to understand your why. Some people do it for a transformation. Um, that's how I started. I just wanted to be, right? Some people do it for competition. Some people do it um, to have their family support them in the sport because they didn't grow up that way. So whatever mm -hmm. your why is, there's nothing wrong with that. 
um, figure out your why and where you fit in bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. But um, and this is um, right. So this is just me being as blunt as possible. Bodybuilding is not for everybody, and just because you want your time to come, your time may never come. Mm. Um, but if you, if you figure out your why and you, and if you love the sport and you love to compete and you love to be on stage, you love the process, you know, day in and day out, being in the gym, or it keeps you motivated, it keeps you on track, it keeps you, it makes you a better person, then follow it, then do it. But yeah. if you expect to win, expect to be Mr. Olympia or um, win the Jordan, win, win, win these other prestigious shows and, and be first um, just because you feel like it's you get a turn in, 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 in this will of life, a circle of life, bodybuilding is not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the reality of it. And um, something I did want to add um, about my critique earlier and yeah, yeah. Um, about us being uh, about some of the judges or well, judging as a whole being flawed, not pointing, pointing out uh, any, any, anyone. And this is from somebody who wins. I, I, I win because I, I work hard. I don't win because, because I'm, I, I get handouts. So when I go and I, and I come off stage, I don't feel bad about being first or being second because I, I work hard for it, right? Um, but we do need better criteria, better rubrics to, to be able to, to judge as objectively as possible. I think the NPC is doing a great job. Um, when they uh, announced that next year, Men's Physique. Um, yeah, I saw that. It's, 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 it's going to start. It's going to start adding the uh, weight um, limit in, in the size criteria. So they're going to try to limit the size because some of these Men's Physique guys are actually bigger than bodybuilders. Right. Um, right. And it's, it's 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 becoming unfair for 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 other guys to compete within that division. So it's going to be, um, from what I believe, more like classic, which I think is fair for for, and it'll limit the dangers and, and everything that comes with with. Um, the extremism of bodybuilding, right? Yeah. And um. And 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 last thing I want to add is just, just follow follow your heart. Um, if this is something that you're interested in. You could be a spectator. Some people are professional spectators to where they they just love going to shows. They don't want to be any. They don't want to buy it. They don't want you know. <laughs> they want to be fun. or they want to talk. To, you want to they want to talk talk their shit about it, right? Um and and and. and <laughs> Just hearing you, Alan, from from just just, and I watched the the, the video, not the what. Well, I watched the video to critique myself, um, and to see the comparisons and stuff like that. But I watch it for the commentary as well, because I'm more interested in the commentary than than than, than the physiques, because the physiques change. Um, even if we were on stage, say in, in about six months, the same group of people were all look different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um. So that particular that particular show for that particular day is etched in in, in history and will never be repeated. So that's 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 the, the magic of it. So mm-hmm. having that in my mind when I'm training for a show or I'm pre- um, um I'm getting ready for a show and I'm prepping for a show, that's that's what I have in the back of my mind that this is your one shot, right? And um, mm-hmm. one thing uh I get this, I get asked uh, a lot about um how do I stay, how do I present myself on stage so calmly, so confidently as well? It's um, for me, one, because I, I, I love to be on stage, but the way I think about it, uh, we all get the jitters, we all get nervous um, going on stage, before going on stage, and because you don't know what the outcome is, you want to be, you know, um, the best. And, and, and frankly, we're, we're on in front of hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people in our, 
in our underwear. So it's it's uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally, this is what we dream about, right? Um, these are nightmares. But um, the way I think about it is as we're going through, uh, if you, you've ever been to a football game as, as in the stands or just, just in that environment, um, and as a as a football player or as a march marching band, you have a marching band going through uh, through the tunnel, um, or the marching band might be on the side, right? Because they go through the tunnel and then they they're on the side. But then you have the football players come, getting ready to go through the tunnel, so everybody knows, everybody's clapping, cheering, um, and you're 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 in the dark as you're going through that tunnel. You're in the dark, right? But you know what's coming. You know there's light at the end of the tunnel, um, metaphorically speaking. And um, literally speaking at this point, but um, so the 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 anticipation that you had, the nerves that you had in the locker room, the jitters that you have, is waiting to, to go through through the tunnel. Once you finally get through that tunnel and you you see all these cheer, people cheering for you, they're here for you. Mm. They're here to watch you perform, watch you be your best, watch you be your best, and you get to show off what you worked so hard to accomplish. The only time you would be nervous at that point. Or, or or uncomfortable at that point is if you didn't practice, right? Mm. But um, as soon as I go through 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 same thing metaphorically, as soon as I get on 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 that second third step and I step on that stage, it's, it's radio silent. Um, mm. So it, it it's something that that if I could translate that, maybe that an analogy would would work work in, in helping people understand that it's not as bad as you, you you may think and sometimes you just got you have to get out of your head Amen. you have to be real nervous before you can be before you can be calm right um, right that, that's pretty much it yeah yeah no two two things i wanted to emphasize here um <laughs> is you're you're exactly right you just got to get out of your head on certain things you know and and the first thing is to really understand your why on stage you know um i'm one of those <laughs> athletes that you just kind of depicted I know I'm never going to win. I know, well, I know that I'm going to, I'll, I'll probably get my pro card here in the next couple of seasons, whatever here soon. Right. But again, sitting next to Eric Shelton, you know, talking to Desario and I'm just talking about people in my, in my respective division, I, I, I straight up, I don't have the dedication that they do to the sport. I don't have the same natural genetics that they do. And, and that's okay. You know, that's okay with me because just kind of what you alluded to, my why is just loving the sport, being in it, being part mm-hmm. of the community, and then inspiring people to be in the sport, you know? And so, like, I'm, I'm that person. Where I just I just love it. And then on top of that, from a pure vanity standpoint, I love mm-hmm. being cut for summer, bulky in the winter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just, yeah. I just enjoy yeah. that in general. And so, like, what better way to do that than to get ready for a competition because – it, it, it definitely helps you kind of what you just said. It kind of gets you dialed into that mindset and, and it, the results become inevitable. And if, if I know that if I didn't sign up for a competition or if I didn't hire a coach that my approach kind of like right now, I'm in the off season. I'm like very vague with my approach and my results are right now are very vague and it, it's, it's just everything to do with the mindset. But I know as soon as I start to have a coach and I start having a very end end line date of when I'm going to step up on stage then it's like my entire focus just starts going in there. And I've noticed the results, the the, the difference in results between just, hey, I'm going to get, you know, I might do a couple of workouts a week to, hey, I have a competition there in 12 weeks. And it's yeah. just like, well, bam, you know, everything changes. Yeah. And Don, you, you brought up one thing that I've always wanted to ask, especially with bodybuilders, and which is the underwear and the trunks 
and you just talked about how you effect, effectively out there and you're, cause I'll tell you for me, I would have a fear of putting on that underwear and being in front of thousands of, of people on top of that. Like, yeah, I, I gotta ask, first of all, is it, how was that comfort level? Like, and, and what did it take for you to kind of, cause I can't imagine you just like, all right, I'm going to put on some trucks and be out there in front of people. You know, I'm going to have all these, uh, these, all these rubrics or, or these, uh, uh, Cubic zirconias in my underwear and just like throwing it out to everybody, right? Like, so can you? The kinda... velvet do me comfortable though. That velvet. Does. Oh, is it? Like, yeah, yeah. No, no. So I, I want to know, like, Don, how how does that? I hate to say, how, I hate to ask another man, how does it feel to put on underwear? But I'm effectively Definitely. asking you this right now. Like, so what's that like? Definitely, yeah. And we joke. We... Definitely, thank you for that question. And we joke, we joke about it all the time. But ironically, right, um, the leaner I get, the the less. I show. So the leaner I get, the bigger my shirts get, or um, the um, the bigger the hoodies get, and I keep my hoodie on. Um, that's just me, right? Um, in the gym, of course. But um, you gotta understand, it's it's a different environment. When you walk, you might be the best looking guy or the top two looking guy, top three looking guy, best looking guy in in the gym. But um, when you go backstage to 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 one of these dressing rooms it's it's everybody looks good yeah. everybody's show ready for the most part right but also in, in the same token everybody's in their underwear so it's not something where you feel out of place you're not walking to a, a professional um it is a professional setting but you're not walking to to a, a setting where everybody's in, in suit and ties and you're in your underwear that would be <laughs> awkward right? yeah so it, it's something it's something that becomes you know when you're when in rome do as right so um you get used to it <laughs> yeah okay okay you get used to it. yeah you get used to it and, and it at the time this is still a little uncomfortable when, when i first go back and, and i'm in my jumpsuit and i i, I strip down and you look around and you feel a slight mm -hmm. uncomfortable you know slightly uncomfortable for a little bit but right. then it goes away you know, but, but it's getting out of your head. Oh, mm -hmm. it's getting into the mindset that you have to be on stage. You you have a mission to complete, or this is a job for you, or you you know you have your family watching. Same thing. These are all different reasons why. Um, mm -hmm. um, some people don't like. For me, I I don't. My family support me. They'll watch the live streams. They'll tune in and and and, and, and relish in the pictures. But it's it's something that I've never had them come to my one of my shows um and it's nothing deliberate it's just I just realized this the other day but um it it's it's easier for me to have them support from where they are um mm -hmm. in terms of right getting out of my head right going on stage in front of in front oh, wow. of strangers is is more comfortable than going on stage in front of family and friends wow um and, and that that that's the way it works for me. So I'll tell them, look, watch this live stream, and I'll send them the links and everything. Then I'll turn my phone off, do not disturb, and and I'll see you, you know, after prejudging or after the show, whatever, right? But um, if I knew that they were on stage, I'd feel more judged by them than the judges. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's something that that, but that's that's me personally, right? So it's it's something that you have to. Whereas some people may need their family in the. In the in the crowd to, to feel like they're just supported regardless right. of who's cheering for them right right mm -hmm. and um so I'm, I'm 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 very grateful to be able to do what i do and also to be able to understand my why and 
the factors that 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 sort of contribute to that as well. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, Three different. Yeah. No. Well, seriously. Well, you know what's interesting. So uh, <laughs> I thought about this random scenario last night while I was kind of brainstorming what we were going to talk about, and the trunks came to mind. I was like, yeah, you know what? I've always wanted to ask someone what that was like to put mm-hmm. on trunks, and given mm-hmm. that you guys. Yeah are together and i and glory is such such a great support system i love that by the way like i get inspired to support people just watching you support him but i could imagine and this is (laughs) my mind here i can imagine being in trunks and having like my girl support me do something make me feel better and all of a sudden i kind of get like aroused and all of a sudden i'm in this underwear and i'm just like oh how do i how do i manage because like, you remember like in seventh and eighth grade where like i feel like i, I feel like in seventh and eighth grade i just pull in like a random stiffy every freaking yeah. 30 seconds 30 minutes yeah. Yeah. and then so I, yeah. I can imagine when you're at a show boo things up there try to hype you up oh he's looking great hercules like oh shit oh shit oh shit i'm about to get up on stage like <laughs> like, Don, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder if no, that I moment ever happened. I hate to ask so personal questions, but no, no, it it, it doesn't. But but like I said, it, it, I'm reiterating, it's getting it's getting it's getting out of your head. No, but that's a really good question, and you'd be surprised. It's not the first time I've heard that question. Oh, really? I, okay. I had, yeah, I had one of the guys, and he says, "Man, I want to be, I want to, I want to stay on track. I, I want to compete, but." My girl would she she would she would kill me if she found out I you know I would have to sneak away in in, in one of these shows. There's no way I'm gonna be get you off. Know, look in front of other other women in my underwear. Right? And I'm looking and I'm looking at him and he's and he's serious at this point and he's so serious. And I said you know what and at that moment I'm like I'm grateful for for as much as as um Glory can be outward as much as, as she is right and um I, I said i'm so grateful for it, that i don't have to deal with that it's 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 something that that he said she would kill me i said how do you know how do you know she would she would she would she told me she would <laughs> she, she told me she would so i'm like oh man look i'm gonna give you the advice um you know we're, we're gonna drop some some weight we're gonna get you fit and um just do it for just do it for her that's it do it for her, go to the beach, show off with her and stuff like that. But you got to think as well, right? Me growing up on bodybuilding as, as a comfortable, yes. none of my friends do this. Besides mm-hmm. Alex, none of my, so it's, it's, I'm in a, I've had guys they work, they tell me, hey man, look, I appreciate you, man. Hey, you, you one of my good friends, but if you don't stop posting your, yourself in your underwear, I'm, I'm going to have to follow you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Listen, Sexual oh, this is oh my god! Like, are you Literally, these are, co- these are conversations I have almost on a daily basis. Man, you gotta stop posting your, yourself in your under. I had oh to mute the stories. I'm like, you had to mute the stories. Glad- <laughs> yeah, this is what they, this is what they're telling me. But um, growing up, um, watching these the, the, these guys, these um, you watching Arnold and Franco and, and 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 even Flex, for example, walking down the street, Venice Beach. Right on the boardwalk or, or on the beach itself, walking down the street and and, and being admired and, and they're in their their posing trunks, or going to these these uh posing um the way they're doing guest posing at just these random events in a, in a, in the middle of a restaurant where it's like okay you don't you're in your underwear but they're guest everybody's clapping and admiring and and and, and awe right and this yeah. is why I like guest posing as well <laughs> um 
they're 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 revered for for what they, they the work they put in and it's it's a reward right um it's almost like being paid um when you get paid cash is a uh receiving cash for example is a certificate of uh, appreciation right, um, right. For, for for your services right same thing this is um the the the, the yeah. accolades and the uh the congratulations and all of that um is an appreciation of, of the hard work that you put in and mm -hmm. uh, you deserve it yeah right? you deserve it you don't have to feel bad about it you don't have to feel out of place you don't have to feel uncomfortable it's something that it's a lifestyle that you chose and you chose this lifestyle so you you know you have to um accept every part of it yeah so yeah glory what are you gonna god damn so the first one is look but don't touch let's be clear okay <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. the whole the kill switch is activated under certain conditions, okay? And the conditions are not eyeing anybody with it. It's fine, but you know, curb stomp a hoe. So that's just oh, another you can man. put that in there. But that's fine. It's, but the other thing that I find ironic is back to the culture that creates the comfort, right? Mm. What I found Baby daddy got no issues with the bodybuilding trunks because bodybuilding trunks are what you wear as a bodybuilder. But he'd be trying to hide them cheeks in the classic trunks. Oh my and then God. I'm over here like, you should get a cut that shows off them glutes. Come on. And then I have to pull up references and I'm like, do you oh, see Terrence Ruffin's glutes popping out? And that's why he ain't shy. Don't be shy. So <laughs> you I'm sorry, but you, you just said he'd be hiding them cheeks in them trunks. And I just would did not. You know? I didn't think I was going to hear that. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know why I didn't expect to hear that. But this is great. The support comes on stage, why? off stage, on the boy? podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is. I, I, you know what? Real quick. I, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to point this out real quick. So, hey, Don, do, do, or do you guys watch football? NFL football at all? No. Okay. Oh, oh, Don, do you watch football at all? In there, in there. Okay. But do you know how, all right. So Here and there. you know how like oh, professional God. athletes at the end of events, if you had a really tough battle, they like exchange jerseys and whatnot. <laughs> For right. some reason, I get to see right. exchanging trunks like, at the end of a show. <laughs> <laughs> the fever dreams of the open-minded bodybuilder. Hey, I'm all about trying to popularize the sport and engage in community. You know, yeah. like man, these are Don's trunks. So just like, could you imagine, like, just have a giant frame right here in the background of Don's trunks, like in the back of this now, podcast just, studio? <laughs> on that note, listen, life is stranger than fiction. I, I could, listen, I could honestly, I could see. What do you? Well, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, you, you go, you that, um, go again go with the whole preparedness, as you recall. You know, he hadn't planned to do the showtime, and and bodybuilding is like a family. If you if you're a good person, again, if you're not an asshole, you have connections. So we were like racing to find him trunks for the showtime okay. because it wasn't part of the freaking plan. That wasn't part of the plan. We had more than enough time to get him trunks for the daggone you know Florida State Championships. So I'm over here reaching out to my old NPC judge coaches and being like, hey. You know, and that was actually discussed. Like, hey, maybe one of Ty's posing trunks. Oh. So just so you know, it's not so weird. Granted, everything's laundered or whatever. But the right. fact remains is that at a certain level, you know, what do you need, friend? You know what I mean? It's not all and everything doesn't have to be buy a brand new suit. And just like us ladies will be like, hey, you want to borrow my figure suit? So it's not actually as ridiculous of like you two could be wearing so and so's trunks for the, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's honestly not as crazy as it sounds. And 
just want to add one other thing that's funny as you're talking about like the whole potentially getting excited and what is that like and you know all that yeah 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 um one thing that I do find interesting that I'm so grateful for in being with him again, because I didn't meet him as a competitor. He wasn't a competitor when in my mind, he's someone who had competed. He's a person. He's, you know, all these things before he was a two-time professional sexual chocolate. Um, you know, before he was any of that. But as someone who um, I'm not truly not a jealous person, I think that the relationship, the integrity of the relationship should dictate all that. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you have, if you're secure in yourself and you're secure in your relationship, you shouldn't be jealous. So I'm not jealous. I don't, you know, um, but I love that we can both share an appreciation of the aesthetics of the sport such that if I see an impressive physique or I see somebody who's posing, I'm like, baby, you should do this. Like I can share with him references or I can be studying other athletes, other aesthetics and stuff like that and share. And it's not an issue. Versus someone who might be a little bit more insecure. Why are you looking at other men? Why are you looking at this? Um, classic physique. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right, right. It's research, baby. Or, you know, this looks good and I think it favors your physique. Can you hit that pose? Or can you show me how to get in this position? So I kind of, that's another feature of, uh, of that I really think is kind of cool about our relationship is he could be scrolling through his phone looking at bodybuilders and so can I. And it's like, it's just another sunday afternoon we'll just go right <laughs> don what were you what were you about to say uh when we're talking um <laughs> just for <laughs> am i in trouble <laughs> did i misspeak i don't i don't i don't, I don't remember oh no well all right um, well, no, no, real, real quick. I, I want to add this and then, and then, um, and then we'll kind of, I have one more question for both of you and then, and then we'll kind of wrap this up, even though this has been so fun, man. I can't believe it's already been an hour and 15 minutes. Like, man, I want to continue talking to you guys. Right. Um, but to add on to the whole, the whole bodybuilding thing. So at the Florida pro, um, well, 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 the, the, the looking at bodybuilders and appreciating the bodies that are in bodybuilding, this is our sport. So I remember at the Florida pro, Kent barely came back um, to the subculture live uh, booth mm-hmm. and, and he had just like, I remember he was sitting there and he goes, it was, I think it was bikini or figure or something like that. And he was just all like, Oh, Alan, get your tongue in your mouth, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right. So first of all, I'm an athlete in the sport where, where there's a bunch of good looking people and they look good as hell and the peak of their shape. I'm going to appreciate the sport for what it is, but I'm also going to be a human being. Like, yes, there's a lot of beautiful women in there. Like, how can you get mad at me? Like, this is why we joined the sport. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons, Mm -hmm. right? And so it was funny where it's like, yeah, if you can't appreciate it for for just what it is, then then what are you doing? You know, like, if if you don't like watching tall athletic bodies perform, like, why are you watching any sports to to begin with? And so at some point or another, like, yeah, why can't you just sit there and appreciate the sport for what it is and sometimes there is some objectivity sometimes there is a little bit like oh yeah she looks great like just it is what it is you know and, it, and there's nothing wrong with it it just it is what it is and so um i hate to wrap this conversation up because i'm having a fucking phenomenal time i'm not gonna lie with you guys um so the last the last question i i you know and i usually ask this to everybody as, as soon as you know we're wrapping up what is like your plan for the future with the sport what are you like what are you building towards is there something that you have a footprint that you want to put on um 
I guess either one of you can start with that. Like, so what does it mean for what you guys want to do and what you have yet to accomplish uh, in this sport? I guess I'm just going to start because I'm always chomping at the bit. Um, I would like to have, well, my priority is my health. I'm really burnt out right now for other reasons. And and it's, I'm taking care of that, but bodybuilding affords me the structure to do well. I can't just wing it. Intuitive eating is not my thing without some structure, you know? So, Mm. and I love training. It truly is a part of my like self care, but I said training, not working out Mm. this whole going to the gym just move is not for me. Like there's so many other things I could be, I'd be going to Costco and have a more, you know, (laughs) the point is training, you know, is something that it gives me purpose. It makes me feel good and grounded in the day, all that. So I'm using right now bodybuilding as part of my recovery strategy with a diet that's a little bit more flexible because otherwise it wouldn't be recovery if I was like prep mode right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So my goal right now is to get right, get well, um, mentally, emotionally, and I'm using bodybuilding uh, as a kind of tool for that. Um, on that note, I'm no longer with the same coach, and um, and that's but for good reasons. And now, Mister Two Time Professional, um, it's Sexual Chocolate is writing my programming. Oh, so yeah, so I'm I'm trying to get well. Part of my wellness formula also involves I don't want to say repairing our relationship because it's not like. But if you think about it, prep is hard on anybody. And he is someone that I admire, that I'm clearly obsessed with, that enhances my life. And prep, no matter how you swing it, is very selfish. And so I want to, the direction I'm going right now is getting well, all that, and then being more conjoint, being more of a couple, doing more, you know, kind of the opposite of prep (laughs) what I'm trying to do is to kind of just join more in all of this, in this little bodybuilding lifestyle soup. So, um, so that's kind of what I'm doing. And then as far as in the the short term, um, I'm, I switched to bikini because it's more of a, um, a lifestyle lean, sustainable thing. So it kind of fits the bill, all that. And I just want to, I want to finally find a balance in bodybuilding Mm. that takes into account, you know, the mental, the physical, the relational, um, all of it. And so that's kind of where I'm taking this sport is, um, is in that direction. If I can be competitive and actually make money, that would be amazing. That would be another like secondary goal. But beyond that, it's to just embrace the sport from a different angle, um, prioritize my, my health and my well-being and my relationships and then to continue to put the fun and community part of it at the top. So more and seeing, maybe guest posing Ooh. and less about the competitive side. So that's a freaking essay. But I think I think it really captures truly where I'm at with this and the direction. I still want to be in the sport. It is not a stressor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a contributing factor to my overall wellness. Um, but I want to find a different fit in it. You know, and I um, I want to really elevate community and, and closeness and relationships versus the grind. Um, and and yeah, that's my goal for that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And by the way, real quick, um, your, your YouTube channel is is exudes a lot of what you're talking about. Um, I, I definitely watch a lot of clips. I love how much you 
are very vulnerable on your channel and you you express exactly what's going on like it's not about this result it's not about this what you can look like like no it's all the after effect and everything else like the human process of that journey and uh, i definitely mm -hmm. i i've been meaning to tell you i appreciate your channel for that and i appreciate the vulnerability um because i mean that's part of it and part of it in so many other aspects of our life especially when we're transforming into a different version of ourselves that is a very mm -hmm. challenging transformation. And therefore, mm -hmm. it, it, the challenges, the downfalls, the pitfalls, the points that were vulnerable, those are great things to highlight because that's the truth of what goes on. So the fact that you don't sugarcoat that, that's amazing. No. And I could definitely see you in, in that role. So I appreciate that. So, yeah. Thank you. I don't think people should suffer in silence. That doesn't mean we have to share everything on the internet. But I do think that there's value not suffering in silence, you know, because we, we support each other through that experience. We normalize things and we can, you know, learn from others. Right. So thank right. you so much for watching and saying that. Yeah, of course, of course. And Don, Mr. Sexual Chocolate, like we've been calling you this this whole time, by the way, Gloria, I love all your like random little, like, is that how you guys go out? I mean, out of curiosity, when you guys like go out to a restaurant, like, Hey, dinner for two, what's the reservation I'm under Mr. Sexual chocolate. Like, do you, do you like kind of slide that in everywhere Sometimes you guys I go? Say chocolate. I say chocolate. Just chocolate. No sex. Just, just chocolate. I'll get a, I'll get an order back. She'll, she'll order and I'll go pick it up and it'll say chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is only one. Oh my God. Yeah. All right, Don. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, uh, <laughs> instead of being, more chocolatey i mean is there something <laughs> like what's your what's your footprint how's the future look for you with regards to bodybuilding ellen i appreciate you for having us um on, on your, your your channel man um uh you've gotten me to embrace that more than more than you know um she put it out there with yeah you've gotten yeah so um <laughs> i will say this uh based on your last comment you saying that um Somebody said something to you about uh, uh, putting here something about being conservative and in, in, in how you feel. Um, Bodybuilding is a subjective sport. Men are watching women. Women are watching men. We, our eyes go, and I've had judges tell me this. Our eyes go to what's attractive to us, right? Not necessarily to that point, and not, not to the extreme, but what attracts us is what what what. Um, was what we look at, right? So right. after the Showtime Classic, I, I went and got um, feedback. Some of the feedback that I got was, you know, of course, um, coming in a little bit more conditioning, with a little bit more conditioning, which I, I knew. I, okay, I wasn't right. five weeks out. But um, also, <laughs> the stage presence. Work on your stage presence mm. um, and how you present yourself. Smile more. Um, maybe uh, put your hair up. So it's not in your eyes, so you don't look as as, as uh, so you look a little bit more welcoming, um, you know, to the point where it's like okay, um, even suit color, right? Yeah. Um, which I didn't think it, it mattered, but I realize now. Now I, I when I look at these shows or I look at these playbacks and and watch these shows, I look at the suit color in contrast to the person and the color of their their tan and everything like that and how they're presenting themselves. How glossed up they are, they are, and how much because that, that's all presentation. How much work you put into your your, your craft as well. Um, so it's something that I'm grateful for to to be able to get judges' feedback. But I don't I like, like you. I'm unapologetic about if I find um, someone attractive in terms of of of, of 
being, you know, on stage and, and I, I'm looking yeah. at a lineup of, of four or five, right? Mm-hmm. Where where that's that's what's attracted to us. It's, right. it's bodybuilding. That's that's the way it is. That's what it is. Like right. I said it's not a it's not an area where it's it's part of the environment, but it's nobody takes it overboard. Yeah. You know, um, that's just to say that because I I, I have heard that before, and, and, and but I've heard that from people who aren't in the world in in, in this in this world or in this environment. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I I brush it off because I don't expect them to understand. It's right, not, right. It's it's foreign to you, you know. But um, I I just wanted to make that comment because you you did hear from somebody in this world, and it's not it's not like that. Right, right. Um, right. my ultimate goal is to um. My ultimate goal is to inspire um, through what I do. Um, I, I believe in the uh, each one teach one, each one teach, each mm. one reach one. Um, and I also believe in paying it forward. So one thing I learned as I was I was uh, growing up, uh, I've always had this 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 giving heart and this was always this this type of person. Um, but I, what I realized is hard. It's harder to touch the masses. As it is, uh, as it's harder to touch the masses than it is to reach one person and have them pass it or pay it forward. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for channels like yours, grateful for channels like 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 Glories, who were able to touch and reach the masses. Um, someday I'd like to be able to do something like that. Um, but until then, I'm, I'm I'm very comfortable with having conversations um, individually with people, inspiring them, and then having them uh, pass that information along, whether it's something that a technique on, on, on something they're doing um, in terms of working out or um, a diet trick or, you know, a mindset as well. So I, I, I ultimately want to inspire. And I think that this year I've been able to do that more than any of my previous years. And, I'm, um, and I've been able to do that doing something that I love, which is, mm-hmm. um, I was able to do four shows um, in in a span of about six weeks. Jeez. And I'm grateful for that. But um, now looking back on it, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how. But it, that's what kept me going: the motivation and, and the inspiration that I was providing. I have people reaching out to me in the day. Hey man, you're such a great in, inspiration. I'd like to be like you one day. And ranging from 16 all the way to you know, um, 30, 40. And, and, and I, 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 of course, I'm very grateful for everything. But um, it also, like I said, it, it also shows that something is working. So I'm very appreciative of mm-hmm. that as well. Um, so I'm, I've been able to do that in, in a few different ways, uh, inspired. So I'm um, through training, through coaching, um, and just through, through presenting who I am, right? And being my, being my, uh, my authentic self, Anybody who meets me, and I'm saying, they'll tell you I'm the same person here with you as I am with them and everywhere I go. It's a lot easier to, to be you. <laughs> it's a lot easier to be you. It's a lot cheaper to be you. You don't have to, you know, have to fake for anyone. Um, whoever gravitates towards you will do that. And uh, that's the way life works. But um, I, I do want to say I appreciate you, Alan. Uh, and, 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 and you have more of an impact than you know. Yeah. And, um, and, one fact, and I'll leave you with this: and, uh, We didn't know each other uh, in, in twenty twenty one, whenever the show was. Right. The, the first show, uh, Glory and I. But um, that's what that's what sort of drew me to her, just watching her stories. Because before she did the YouTube, she 
She did the um, Instagram story, so the IG story was watching her. No. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was gonna do it. Talk to me in person. Oh. <laughs> Are we saying something? Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. Alan, turn the camera off. Turn the camera off. What does that have to do for me? Sorry, guys. I just want... What? I... 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 That's what drew me to her. Um, Watching her IG stories and realizing how authentic she is and how... How she... She... um, She could show how... how she could show her flaws as and her weaknesses as well as her strengths. And um, if it was something like that, and you do that as well, it 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 allows people to to feel like they know you, even if they don't, they've never met you, you know. Yeah. And it's something that that um, that silent support we talk about is it's something that that um, it goes a long way, and I do appreciate that. Yeah. And um, thank you for having us. And uh, yeah, that uh. Man, thank you for that. Uh, but I slid into his DMs first. <laughs> <laughs> you sl- <laughs> I was like, yo, that wave, you're so yo. aesthetic, but no, no, no freakiness. I just think, you know, very impressive. See? And see I didn't realize you were. Ladies, see what I'm saying? Ladies, if you have a gym crush, <laughs> if you have a sexual chocolate boo crush, just slide up in his DM. Ooh. Trust me, men appreciate the shit out of that. My DM is open as well, guys. I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, if uh, for you guys, what Instagram handles, YouTube channels, let's let's get those out there before we wrap this all up. Uh, what your guys' uh, YouTube stuff and everything, or IG. social media handles? Right, IG is uh, for me is the soul the soul pursuit, um, the soul S O L E pursuit, like in the pursuit of happiness. Um, yep, and. Uh, you can find everything there. Yeah, and Glory, what's your uh, what's your Instagram, YouTube? I, I actually just changed it in terms of like turning this new leaf. So it used to be one thing, but now it is actually Diesel underscore Glory. Okay. So it literally just happened, and that's with an I. Yeah, and my YouTube is the same. Uh, I think it's youtube.com slash Diesel Glory hashtag Tenacious G. That's another. Tenacious G. I love that part. I love that part. Um, but anyways, all right. Thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate it. Stay on for a little bit longer after you hit the stop on this. Uh, and for everybody else that listened to this, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. And if you gain anything out of this, do me a favor, like, follow, subscribe, and then follow those guys too. They're, they're amazing. Uh, yes, I guess we're turning off the camera, guys. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But anyways, all right, guys. I hope you guys have a good one. And until next time, deuce. <laughs>